Moments of Mindset, the podcast. I'm here with my amazing, 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 amazing genius of a friend, Erica Jello Ramini, a.k.a. Sugar-Free Jello. It is Sugar-Free Sundays. I'm honored to be here. This is going to be fun. It is. Yeah, yeah. We're cooking healthy, delicious food. In true Italian fashion, we always have big Sunday dinner, but why not healthify it? There you go. Celebrate health and happiness together. Cool. So whenever you're ready, you can hit live on yours. Okay. We are recording on multiple different, multiple different, same thing, multiple Multiple platforms. platforms. (laughs) Going live on her Instagram. Here we are. Hello. Sugary Sunday. With Moments of Mindset, the podcast. I always want to like call you a nickname, but you're just Rodney Williams. That's That's who you are. Here we are. Yeah. Okay, so do we wait for people to hop on or you don't really, right? No, I just roll just with rock. it. Yeah. Okay. That's why I always say good morning, good afternoon, good night, because when I put it up, who knows, somebody around the world, might be evening for them, afternoon, might be morning. We got fans everywhere, baby. Yo. Okay, I'm going to do what I think is most important to start with, which is salad dressing so it can meld and get delicious. Okay. Cool. Awesome, awesome. Cool. Okay, so I'm making a big, gorgeous arugula salad. Yes. We're going to put strawberries in it. I'm going to make the dressing with simple ingredients. I don't have Dijon mustard, which is what I'm supposed to use. So we use what we have over here. That's right. We're going spicy brown. It's fitting your spicy and brown, Rodney. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Tell me, how do you come up with these just amazing dishes? Like, take us back to the origination of sugar-free jello. Like, how did that come to? Okay. Woo! Should we start from the very beginning? Very, very Inception Leonardo DiCaprio style. Okay, yes. okay. I'm chopping garlic. You can't see me. We'll walk you through everything we're doing. Yeah. So my father had stage four cancer, and we did not know about it. He did not tell us about it. And when he passed, all I did was cook and eat. <laughs> it was my meditation. Yeah. So it was our comfort as a family to cook and eat, and I was making all kinds of delicious chicken fried steak and pastas and you know things that weren't super healthy I gained about a hundred pounds I got super ill all kinds of different illnesses and I went to the doctor and my doctor this is important for me to note she was like a five foot tall gorgeous little Asian woman and she said well you know if you lose a hundred pounds you can reverse your diabetes Mm -hmm. but because you're Italian you won't be able to do it Wow. I know. Shalom. So I was like, challenge accepted, sister. So in 365 days, I lost 112 pounds. Let's go! And it changed my life for the better. Okay. Um, she was pretty insistent that I stay on medication. I was doing multiple injections a day. And of course. I did a lot of research about big pharma. Actually, all of my prescriptions came from the pharmacy next door that her parents owned. <laughs> so. Imagine that. I know. So when I went into my consult... I so far we have lemon juice, spicy mustard, yes, yes, fresh yes. garlic, and I'm gonna do ground black pepper. So I went into her office to talk to her and tell her, and she was so just beyond elated, she cried because she was like, I've never seen anyone do anything like this. I reversed my diabetes, I got off all of my medications, yes. and that was a self-choice because she insisted I stay on them, and I said, No, we're not doing that. And I wanted to continue to find a way to eat delicious food. Yeah. But make it healthy. So here we are. That is how sugar-free Jello came about. Boom! Love it. Love it. What What are some of the um, as as you are gearing up to prepare this amazing meal? 
Like, what are some of the routines that you go through? I know you showed me a list on your phone. Like, oh what are some of the things? Like, do you have a ritual? Or for cooking? Every, yeah. For I cooking. have so many rituals. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, well. Choose the I, juiciest one. The juiciest one. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I don't drink pre-workout before I work out. I only <laughs> eat fruit. That's juicy. <laughs> so, I made a commitment to myself. And any time I go to the grocery store, I only shop the perimeter. Okay. That's a big one. I don't buy anything processed. I did Whole30 a couple of times, and it really changed my life. Okay. It helped me kind of get off dairy, and, you know, there's so much stuff in food that we're not talking about that is poisoning us. Yes. And food is medicine, and it has changed my life in the most beautiful way. And habits are, you know, I follow a pretty strict meal plan, but it's not strict. It's more like you can eat whatever you want, but it's geared around your activity for the day. Perfect. So if I'm going to sit at the office all day, we're not eating carbohydrates for breakfast. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. It's no. mindful. Absolutely. And then in habits, that's actually setting yourself up for success when it comes to those habits that are going to help you reach your next level of abundance. I talk about that all the time. Abundance is that success and the fulfillment when it comes to all the different categories mm -hmm. of your life. And like you said, food is medicine, and that is an intricate part of our daily, daily lives. And so setting ourselves up for success... You gotta have that. You gotta have a habit. plan. You know, I have a plan, and it has helped me be so successful in my journey. Yes, I've lost so much weight, and like, it was hard. People always ask me, like, "Is this so hard for you?" And my response is always, "No, it's the joy of my life." Yeah. And I know it sounds cliche, but it is the truth. Yeah. It is so much harder to be unhealthy than it is to be healthy. Mm. And I, um, you know, put these habits in place because. They bring me joy. But truthfully, I think that is the hardest part of doing anything in life. It's not the action of what you have to do. It's changing old habits. Yes. Yes. And then when you're changing those habits, reinforcing every day, the mindset, setting up the habits, setting up the routines. And you said it. Action plan. I always say a massive action plan, a map. You have to have a map of where it is that you want to go or else you'll be lost. Yeah. You just travel with no plan. It doesn't work. <laughs> We take care of everybody else. We go to work all the time. Like, yeah. make set aside time for you to be healthy, yes. whether it's meditation, yes. yoga, gym, cooking, all of that. Absolutely, absolutely. First priority. I need Tom. We didn't need me help. We didn't need my help. You want to do strawberries for me? Sure. They're washed and cleaned. Cool. Okay, so I made a beautiful dressing. It's delicious. Want to taste it? Your hands are clean. I know you washed them. It's gouge. Oh, I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Okay. I dig that. Okay, so dressing is made. This is our arugula. We always salt and pepper our greens. Number one sugar-free jello rule. Everybody knows it. Salt and pepper your greens. So arugula, I did a little bit of green onion, crushed red pepper, salt, fresh ground black pepper, gorge. We're not going to dress our salad until right before because it'll wilt it. Okay? Now, since you shared your story, your origin story, if mm -hmm. you will, how have you come to this point this precipice of really making the impact that you make with sugar-free jello like how did oh, i you know i learned this on moments of mindset podcast <laughs> turn your mess into a message uh, i have you. you're welcome i have <laughs> such a phenomenal community that like just rides for me and it's unbelievable rodney and i struggle with this a lot because he's like no it's real it's natural you deserve it but i'm like it's astounding to me that people are like you inspire us every day it is a gift. That yeah, is beautiful, beautiful the gift. Yeah. Um, but it's just been so good to hear people call me and be like, I've never even 
bought an eggplant from the store and now I cook I it can. once yeah. a week and yeah. I go on walks with my family in the evenings and we never did that before and oh it just what a gift. My heart, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. It's amazing. Like the impact. I always tell people I look to inspire and motivate people to take uncomfortable yes. action for their transformation. And you do this immaculately with your cooking. Yes. Thank I mean, you. Share, share some of the stories of people that have come up to you unsolicited. That's the thing that really, for me, when people come up to me unsolicited and they say, listen, with your posts, with your podcast, when I come to your yoga event, like you're changing my life by sharing your love and sharing your joy and giving me tips. I know you've had those stories. Share some of those tidbits of like... Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, so one of my favorite ones is every single day on Sugar Free Jello, we do our gratefuls. Just what are we grateful for? Yes. It can be anything. It can be that your car is full of gas or that you have a car at all, you know? And I think that that is the most frequent feedback I get is people are like, you don't understand. It's just a 20-second video on Instagram, but you remind me to take a breath and recenter and get grateful about how good life is. You know, we have tragedies. Life can be tough if you don't have a good mindset. Mm. So I decided in these deaths and these things and these, you know, hardships, this is my foundation and this is what brings me back to happiness all the time. So people have shared that with me. They've gone through their own losses and they're like, because of you, I got up. Because you do it, I get up. And mm -hmm. I mean, I'll, let me, I'll, I'll think of more. There's so yeah. many. I mean, people have like gotten off of medication and they're like, I wouldn't have been brave enough to do it if you didn't tell your story. Yes. And Oh, it just blows my mind. Yeah. But that's leading from service. When you leave from a place of, uh, originally, obviously, on your journey, it was something for you, right? But you had to implement that so that you could help others. Like, for, for me, sure. it was the continuing. It's been a 10-year journey of me discovering, developing, cultivating self-love and really analyzing and doing the self-work to understand my self-worth and how I can contribute to yes. human beings, right? Like not delineating which side of the fence. No, we are all beings and hopefully we want to leave this place better than when we grabbed it, right? Absolutely. I want to leave every person I interact with better than when I, when I met them. Yes. And I self-love. It's funny that you touch on that because that is the pinnacle of what changed my life for me. Self-love was not something I was taught. Mm -hmm. You know, our parents do the best they know how at the time. Of course. But it's not something that I was taught. And so when I learned that term, I dove into it fully. I did yeah. meditations and courses and I was like... Oh my God, I'm obsessed with me. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah, it's beautiful. I didn't know how to package it correctly, but that's when you really figure out, like, I deserve to be the healthiest version of myself. I deserve to choose joy and spread it around all the time. And that's it. We get to decide every day. And I think that is the every ultimate. single day. Beautiful. You touched on being grateful. Gratitude. I was talking because I did a yoga event yesterday. And I was sharing, yeah. I love starting with an attitude of gratitude. Like it's scientifically proven that you cannot have an attitude of gratitude and a negative emotion at the exact same time. It's impossible. Isn't that gorgeous? Yeah, so if you start with that. You can't really. I mean. What else? Can, what else right, can it's only going up from there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold up. Yeah, of course. spinach. Isn't she dope? This is amazing. This is a gift being here. <laughs> Okay, avocado oil is what we use. Yep. Fats of choice. And also, let's talk about this. So, Rodney Williams, okay, can I, may I? I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, okay. He looks like <laughs> an entirely different man. You have lost so much weight. You look so healthy. It's Thank really you. 
inner work, but we see it all on the outside. Thank you you look so good. Thank it's you. largely based in part on plant-based foods. So sure. that's what I did my menu around today. We're doing scallops. We're doing snow crab. I bought vegan butter. I've never even had vegan butter. We're doing sweet potatoes and a beautiful salad. I'm going to use avocado oil for the spinach. We're making a creamed spinach mm -hmm. with coconut milk. What a I've never made it, but we're going to do it. Yes, and yes. Um, I really follow the philosophy that like your kitchen is where you create art and you can't mess it up. You just can't. Okay. So I'll be at the stove. You dance. No, but you know, I'm glad that you mentioned the plant base, right? I had to, on my quest to help other people be the best version of themselves, right? Mm -hmm. I've been obsessed with how can I be better on a day-to-day -day basis? And it was actually May... 10th, the day before I got into this knowledge-based industry challenge, I was writing the, you know, the throes of me writing, right? Like that was, I felt like that was going to be my platform to really, really share with people and really, really give my all and spread love. And I was like, man, how can I get the best clarity? And I was like, well, mind, body, spirit be aligned. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to habit stack. I'm kind of extreme. Right? Habit stack. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So habit stacking is if you're doing one thing and you want to add a new habit, do it at the same time or right after, right? So if you are brushing your teeth every morning and you want to start taking your vitamins, take your vitamin directly after brushing your teeth. That okay. way you get into a habit and it's easy for you to you know, add on habits in conjunction with the habits that are already there, right? And so, because they kind of stick together. They absolutely, to and you do it at the same exact time, right? And so for me it was stopping drinking, That's intermittent cute. fasting, and no meat. no meat. So for, I went from May 10th until August. I went on vacation in August and I kind of loosened up the reins, if you will. But Oh, so you, you took some shots? No. Oh, loosened up meat. With oh, meat. okay. Meat, 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 meat. Still don't drink. Sorry, I'm not trying to expose it. No, there you <laughs> So yeah, you know, really when I did that, man, the clarity that I got from doing that, isn't that amazing? Gorgeous. I dried my scallops because we want it to be really crispy and crunchy. And anytime you cook any kind of protein, you have to really dry it so that we can get the brown. Mm. Okay, keep going. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you loosen up the reins. Yeah, loosen up the reins. But just me having the unwavering, like this is what I'm going to do. Because if you really think about it, most people, I won't say most people, but on average, if you're going to stop a habit, like let's say drinking, cold turkey. Yeah. Boom. Some people are like, oh, I can't do that. Some people say that with smoking. So I decided to... All three at the same time, because I'm like, if I can do all three, you can pick one out of whatever it is. Listen, let me interject. Of course. There has been so many times, like, I quit smoking cigarettes five years ago, and nice. I quit smoking cigarettes, and I went on a diet, and I started working out, and I got off my meds, and that's when it all started happening. And yeah. so many people, people still today that are in my life, and I adore, were like, you can't do all that at once. And, and you're going to really set yourself up for failure, but we're all different and you have to do what works for you. Yes. Habit stacking works for me. Yeah. And I told you this story just the other evening. Like it started with these tiny goals. Like I will not go to bed with a dish in the sink. Mm -hmm. Seems silly, right? But it became this thing where it was like my laundry is done and I was proud of myself. It was yeah. easier to wake up and kind of face the day. Yeah. It didn't feel challenging. It felt rewarding. Rewarding. That's Absolutely. Big. Absolutely. And you said like the small things. I'm actually reading a book, uh, Atomic Habits, but Atomic Habits by James Clear. Oh, yeah. And that's one of the things he talks about. Like if you incrementally get better at something every single day throughout the year, by the end of the year, you would have gotten 37% better at that thing. 
And actually, Who thinks of it like that? Right. I love it. You know, and he, he went through a whole bunch of different case studies and things of that to really anchor it in. But just think about that. We always want to go for the big home run hit. Tony Robbins says we overestimate what we can do in a year, but we underestimate what we can do in five or ten years. Yeah. You know, so it made me really think? start to... Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, you're good. Like, we don't really think that. Everything is so instant gratification, and we see images, and we see videos of people going viral and blowing up, and that's what we strive for versus building that foundation, finding that passion, finding where we can be impactful. Mm-hmm. And once you find that, and I talk about this all the time, the importance of your why... And who needs your all-star game performance? When you have those things in line, along with some other things, then guess what? You're going to keep pushing through any of the challenges or any of the obstacle, perceived obstacles that might come your way. Well, we talk about that, you and I, and the importance of your why is a big thing. Like, I, man, my why is deep. Should we do it? Should I do it? I mean, listen, this is your form. I'm here. I am a guest here. Okay. Well, I... I mean, everyone here who's on the Sugar Free channel kind of knows, but my sister got diagnosed with cancer last year, and she got sick, so my father and my sister, and I've lost so many people this year, and I've had a really hard time with grief, and yeah. it's hard, and I am strong, and I am a happy... What, is, what did I tell you the first time I met you? The, the boldest, boldest bitch you've ever met, and it is the truth. And <laughs> we've we been friends ever since. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally the first thing I told him. But I... You know, I got kind of down on myself because I was like, I know that I have a handle on this, but I kind of lost, you know, I just lost my way a little bit. But these foundational things that I do every single day have helped me figure out my why yeah. and brought me back to happy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, and you talk about grief and I lost my father two years ago to mesothelioma, mm-hmm. right? And so going through that process, you know, one thing I was fortunate that I had 12 months to quote-unquote compare for his, you know, uh, prepare, Prepare. yeah, Yeah, for his transition, right? And not a lot of people, there's sometimes people, something happens and they're gone. Yeah. And so through that, I had, you know, obviously my spiritual books and and different thought leaders, Dr. Wayne Dyer, I'm really, really big on, and I was listening to one of his podcasts, and he had a world-renowned cardiologist on the show, and that cardiologist was telling a story about how he spoke with his daughter and his daughter, you know, was going through some things. He shared his truth with his daughter. The very next day, his son was in a tragic accident, uh. and he became a quadriplegic. So we had to then turn around and live his truth that he just shared with his daughter. Wow. And along the way, he was talking about Ernest Hemingway, and he used this as an example, right? And he said, uh, Ernest Hemingway lost his son in the Spanish War, 1920s, whatever, if you make the dates wrong. And that morning when he heard about his son's death, later on that night, he was at a party dancing and having a good time, and people were like... You just lost I your... know about this. Yeah, yeah. I'm reading a book called Finding... Um, I know about what you're talking yeah, about. And people were like, how are you there dancing? And he was like, I can't control it. Is that what he says? Well, he said, when it comes to grief, we have a choice. Yes. Sooner or later. He said, I'm choosing sooner because later could kill me. Yes. And I heard that six months... You might not months, see later. Yeah, I heard that six months before my dad transitioned. And that really, really stuck with me, and it really got me to thinking the importance of my why. Like, wow. how would he have me carry the baton of his legacy of being charismatic and people being gravitating, gravitating sure. towards him and his hard working? You know what I mean? And that really spent time in that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, I talk about my kids all the time. They're the importance of my why, too. So it's like, they need to see everything. They need yeah. to see me fail. I know. I keep reading about that. It keeps, ever since I've been, like, listening to your podcast, it keeps popping up, like, we have to let people see us fall so that they can see how we get up. Because it's not really what happens to you, it's how you react to yeah. it. And I 
some somebody said something to me. I think it was one of my best friends, and he said like, nobody gives a shit what you go through. They care about how you overcome it. Yes. And that is sugar-free jello for me. I wasn't, I, you know, I did it. I mean, we can't even, I used to weigh like 300 and something pounds, y'all. It is a whole new world out here. Vanishing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got that from Lisa Nichols because she's an amazing, amazing speaker, amazing, amazing woman. And she was talking about how like it's not in the failure or in the falling it's in the get up. And yes. I was like, oh my God. Look, I'm wilting spinach. I'm wilting mm. spinach. Mm, and then we put it all here. I'm about to make the sauce. It's not in the fall. It's in the get up. It's in the get up. Because guess what? My kids, every time they see me misstep and every time they see me fall, they're going to see me get up, uh, smiling, head held high, chest open, shoulders back. Like, let's go. <laughs> I mean, let's go. It's a thing. It is a thing. My, one of my best friends the other day, we had a conversation. Cookie. Larry Lowe, actor Larry Lowe. Follow him. He's awesome spirit. He's a friend of yours? Yeah, he's one of my best friends on the planet. Okay. And I grew up together. And we were just talking about my podcast. He's like, man, when are you going to really unleash the energy? And I was like, I do. He's like, well, eh, eh. you kind of do, but it seems like you're holding back. And I'm like, I don't know. Should I just unleash it all? Should I just you're not all holding back. No, I know. This is you. This is me all day. You're insane. In a really good way. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get This is so much fun. Like, listen, the reason why I created Moments of Mindset, the podcast, is to give my friends a platform, right? Like, it's not about me. It's about creating a space where we can all grow. We can all shine. We can all have impact across the entire universe. I mean, that in itself is really awesome. Because I was definitely thinking about me and my people. Yeah. You know, my favorite thing in the world mm. is when people cook my food and then they like send me pictures of it. Like I just lose my mind about it. Yeah. Yes, because we make so many things. I don't use sugar in anything. Anything. This is arrowroot starch and a little bit of water. We're just going to make a little slurry. Nice. This is a massive whisk for this, but it's cute. Pretty good. Um, and, you know, people are like, I did that and it was so delicious. Like, we've done a couple of really great specials where we've done like spaghetti and meatballs, but yeah. we don't eat spaghetti in this house. So we do spaghetti squash and people are like, my kids won't do it. They love, they love it. it. They love it. I met somebody not too long ago. Well, I've known her my whole life, but I met her daughter not too long ago and she was like, she was so excited to meet sugar-free <laughs> jello. And I like went over and kissed her. And her favorite thing of mine that her mom makes is cauliflower mashed potatoes. You know, and she doesn't even know the difference and it's just beyond cute. And would you have ever thought that you would be at this point where your passion that you have and the drive that you have to share with people that you can eat healthy. No, you can eat too healthy. You can eat yourself healthy. That is the thing. I am on no medication. None, zero, zada, not a thing. Mm. Nothing. Do you know how big of a deal that is? I used to be, I know. And it is all food. It's all food and I think it's magic. Yes. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. You are cooking up some I delicious. I'm I want to show you all here. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, okay, so we did too. like an arrowroot starch slurry, and this is coconut milk, crushed yes. red pepper, garlic. We just barely wilted our spinach down, and it's in the sink in a colander. And then once this simmers, I'm taking it back to the stove. Mm-hmm. Then we'll put our spinach back in. 
Oh, we gotta get rocking on scallops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I'm excited. I am too. This is good. Okay. So we're also doing. My people see this all the time. We're doing snow crab. Woo! Just a little bit goes a long way. Yes, it's yes, gorgeous. Yes, gorgeous. So gorgeous. everyone's always like, how do you do the snow crab? It is so easy, you guys. So crab is already cooked. When you buy it at the store, it's cooked. So you could eat it cold. You could eat it steamed. You don't need to boil it. You don't want to overcook it. Okay. okay. So we just do like an inch of water, a little bit of lemon juice. I'm going to drench it in Cajun seasoning because we are not scared of spice. At all. In the and then it's like 10 minutes. When it's hot, it's ready. Okay. Mm. So we're doing that too. I need to get me a... Um, Stove camera. Oh yeah, that would be amazing. You know. So with everything, this this message, your brand, where five years from now, do so I want to be? No, I mean the sugar-free Jello. Tell me about it. Because one of the things, this is what when I, I just did an episode the other day. Like, who is it that you want to be, right? And it's four prong. It's the truth currently where you are. The number two thing is seeing the results in advance. Yes. Meaning it's. Five years from now, it's been the best five years of your life, sugar-free Jello. Oh. What does that look like in terms of where you're at business-wise, your routines, your habits, your like all that? Share it. I wish you would have told me we were doing this. No, five, that five takes away the plan. Five. It doesn't have to be five. It could be one year. It's it's October tenth, twenty twenty-two. It's the best year of your life. It's been the best year. Of what life. does that look like? Yeah. Okay, I am gonna write a cookbook. I would love to open a restaurant. Okay. I love my like corporate job, yeah. but I want to quit it and start a restaurant. That heals people through delicious food. Boom. Is that fair? Boom. Is that good? Absolutely. I would also love to teach people how to work out because I'm really good at it. And thought I couldn't do it, now she's a boo. Hey, see, there you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, seeing the results in advance. The reason why that's important is if you are wanting to get to from point A to Z, if you worry about, oh, I have to get to B, to oh. C, to D, all those challenges and obstacles will impede your progress and it could leave you in a place where you're overwhelmed or stuck. Well, well you does see, that imposter syndrome thing you talk about. Absolutely, absolutely. But if you see the end result, you can reverse engineer it. You know what the importance of your why is. You know what who needs your all-star game performance. But then you take a look at what capabilities do you need if you see the results in advance. And that yes. way you can reverse engineer it. Is it, okay, do you have to take a, another cooking course or do you need a mentor? Or need the, I've you know never I mean? taken a cooking course. I'm completely self-taught. I don't measure anything. It's amazing. I'm see? Italian. We like came out of the womb rolling meatballs. <laughs> so all I really had to do was figure With out. With a measuring cup in your already? Just at a rolling pin. All I really had to do was figure out how do I make this delicious. Sometimes when I'm like craving something like really comforting, like yeah. chicken pot pie, I will never Google a healthy recipe because we don't follow recipes and also they're not good. Mm. And so I'll Google like the really bad for you fat classic ones and then we just sub it out. Like we'd use coconut milk instead of heavy cream and instead of pie dough, I would make like an almond flour. Okay. You know, like, and so that's really where the inspiration comes. But also, going back to what you said about, you know, I don't know how to phrase it, but if you got stuck, so a year ago, a year and a half ago, I hired the most incredible person on the earth. His name is Shinobi. Look him up. He is the godfather of fitness. Nice. And my goal at the time was just to get skinny. 
You know, that was it. That's all I really cared about. And let me tell you how many times my goals changed in the year. Yeah. Now I'm like, man, I don't want to be skinny. I want to be healthy. Boom. I want to be curvaceous. I want to be vivacious. And my whole life changed. And I was so focused on how do we get to the end? When am I going to be where I want to be? And I'm in my dream body now. Yes. And I was worried. I was worried like, what is it going to look like? It doesn't look anything like what I thought it would look like. Hmm. And this is so much more beautiful. That's it. And it's always, like, it's it's small little barometers, right? Because we always want to be evolving. You know, when we set goals, we don't just want to get to the goal. We want to smash them and then adjust those goals and modify them to something bigger. Right? I was watching a podcast and I can't remember who the person was that was talking. I was like, yo, we don't dream big enough. Right. We kind of settle for stuff that's in our line of sight. We're comfortable creatures. Absolutely. But if we really want to get to where we want to go, we have to go beyond where we can actually see it. Mm-hmm. We have to dream so big that it, it stirs up some sort of emotion. Not necessarily fear, but like it has to stir up something on the inside. No, if you're not scared, the, what is it? The vision's not big enough. Big enough, perfectly said. Perfectly said. If you're not scared. And let me yeah. tell you, there are some scary... There were days where I was like, I do not know how to do this. There were a couple of times, like in the gym, I would I would go into the locker room and cry and be like, I can't do this. I was doing, and I would call my coach, and he would be like, You got it. And then a week later, I was like, That is the most brilliant, empowering thing I've ever done in my life. I never yes. felt so powerful, but I was frightened. And remember, boldest bitch you've ever met, <laughs> crying in the locker room. <laughs> but you know what? We have though. We have those. When you become so aware of where you want to go in the vision and the people that you want to help, like you get so emotionally invested. Yes. You know, I had a moment yesterday where I was preparing for my yoga event and I was feeling off and I had to purge and cry and like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, I had to, I had to fix it, right? Like I was just, I was really, really tense and it was, you know, I was having a communication, a miscommunication and it just didn't sit right. And if I don't repair the miscommunication when I'm interacting and engaging. Right. I can't fake it anymore. Like I'm inner I'm an energetic empath. I realize that. So you are very you, much energetic empath. Yeah, so it's like I used to be able to when I wasn't aware, I could actually throw up these smoke screens and push the emotion away and not deal with it. Mm-hmm. But now you being sit so in aware it. and conscious of yeah, like if something's not right I have to find a way to fix it. Conversation or let it be known. That way we can air it out, right? Work like it's, it. Yes, absolutely. Or if not, I can't really function. I realize that. See, for me, it's working out. Yeah. I meditate quite a bit too. You know, I kind of slack on that. Yeah, that's been huge for me. Like that mind that helped me get me in my in a mindset every single day was the meditation because that's it's the emotional well being. Like if you don't find a, a, a quiet space to just be and quiet all the noise. You're always going to be. <laughs> well, I know. And one of my favorite things that I like hear it echoing in my mind every day is we spend 24 hours a day complaining about our situation, our financial situation, our physical health, our mental health. Yeah. But take an hour for yourself. Complain. To, well, don't complain at all. Actually. <laughs> Get grateful. But, you know, spend that hour committed to yourself because you deserve it. It's so. Absolutely. It's, again, not hard to do. It's hard to create a habit of it. Yeah. And you so know, with that being first. said. Maybe start with two minutes. Maybe yes. start with five minutes, 10 minutes, 15, and then incrementally as you start to reap the benefits of taking that personal time where you put your phone on do not disturb, the world's going to be okay for the half hour, an hour that you're not <laughs> reachable. 
And that way you can recalibrate and figure again, like, where it is that you want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the influential thought leaders, they talk about, what is it that you want? And when you ask a lot of people, a lot of times they initially start off and they talk about what it is that they don't want. Really? And there is, oh yeah, there's plenty of what we don't want out there. Like, if you get into a conversation, and let's say it's a polarizing conversation, whether it's politics or whatever, don't insert any opinions. Sure. And when you get to a point where, oh, what is it that you want? Man, I know what I don't want. I don't want a person that treats me like this, or I don't want a job Ooh, that does this. let's focus on what we want. Right. And so it's like a pattern interrupt to switch people from that automatically thinking about what they don't want to what it is that they do, do want. want. Because once you start doing that, creating those thoughts, which are things, ah, beautiful. Thoughts are things. Okay, let me just tell them. Yes. This is a little bit of avocado oil and a little bit of vegan butter, and we do both so that they don't burn. Okay. Mm. And then our scallops are ready. Room temperature, super important. We're and then we're going to gonna do like two to three seconds. Or two, two to three seconds. Imagine if they cooked in three seconds. Right. Two to three minutes on each side. Okay. I've never made scallops before, Rodney. Really? No. It was like one of two foods that I was like, I don't think I like them. And then I <laughs> ate them the other day and I was like, okay, I definitely do. Our salad's ready. Okay, I made candied sweet potatoes. This is my favorite yes. food. Anyone that's been at Sugar Free for a while knows about this. So this is the simplest recipe on the earth. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All you do is wash your sweet potatoes. Okay. Put them in anything. We usually use parchment paper. Okay. You could do it in a glass container. And then you don't poke any holes or anything. Okay. And you cook them at like 425, 450 for Ooh, two yeah. hours. Look at this. Wow. And they caramelize. And the natural sugar. <gasps> Oof. Wait till you taste it. Ooh. They're so good. So I have a question. Okay. Since you are... Your amazing mission and of service. Wow. Whoa. (laughs) Is to, you know, share your vision and experience and help people get to a place where they know that they can eat healthy and they can get off medication. Yeah. What are, what's the the actionable things for somebody doesn't know how to cook, scared of the kitchen? Where do they start? Yeah. What are some of the things that are instrumental in them getting to... Cooking, eating, living healthier with their food. I think you start small, honestly. Okay. I think you start with, you know, if you make, I did not do that right. If spaghetti is a staple in your house, right? Uh Uh-huh. And you usually do it with ground beef or sausage. Next time, make it with turkey. Okay. You know, and season it up the same. Like, that's how I really did it is I started to learn little bitty things and try little bitty things. And I was like, this food is just as delicious as it was before, but it's so much healthier. So something like that. Also, you can always DM me and ask me if you have any questions. Heavy on the vegetables. Vegetables are easy to cook. Don't you eat a ton of veggies? Yeah. Fresh veggies? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, did you start out like, you're a lister, right? So would you recommend, (laughs) would you recommend them? Writing down, setting reminders, setting alarms. Like, hey, when you go to the grocery store, like you said earlier, go don't go on the center lane, go on the outer lanes. That way you get the healthier. For sure. So yeah. I live by this huge motto. It's called use what you have. Okay. And kind of in order to like prepare myself for that, 
when I go to the grocery store, I go through the produce aisle and I load up my cart with vegetables. And then it's like a guilt thing. It's all in my fridge and I'm like, I have to use this before it goes bad. Ah. And it inspires the most beautiful food. Like Ah. I make shaved carrot salads and stuff I would have never made or never even had before. But I have a hundred carrots and so we got to do something with them. (laughs) Set yourself up for success Uh when you go to the grocery store. Hit the produce first. Yes. Produce first. Okay. By good, I'm like a really big advocate in meat, grass-fed, organic. Okay. I don't eat pork anymore because I can't source my pig. Yeah. We don't have to go into it. Yeah. But it's, it's just like making more mindful decisions at the grocery store about what you want to put inside of your body. Okay. I realize that I am lucky because I live alone, and so I don't have to buy like chicken nuggets and Cheetos for my kids. Okay. But I don't have anything like that in my house, and it helps a lot. Okay. There are definitely days where I want sugar, like a spoonful of sugar, but I don't have it. So I don't need it. Perfect. I make mindful decisions at the grocery store and it helps me hit my goals. Perfect. Okay, so healthy decisions at the grocery store. Then obviously if they not if they're not sure, tune into your show. Yeah. Tune into your channel, right? That'll give you a step by step process of habits and routines to get you where you want to go. Yeah, and I have a ton of like recipes and highlights up okay. of stuff. There's staples that I make once and twice a week. Okay. And then there's other stuff that we don't do very often but I'm a big soup girl. I want to, my meals are based around like what can I make that's delicious and has a ton of vegetables in it. So I make like chili with zucchini and carrots and onions and celery and yeah. beans and it is dang. Let's go, let's go. Oh, they look so good. Sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. I love this. Have I ever cooked for you? No. No, never. Cute. Never. Have I ever done a podcast episode with you? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) This is a thing. What if we we did this monthly? Let's do it. I'm all about declaring. I never underestimate the power of suggestion. So we put it out there in the universe Here's to us. make it. If we have the mindset, if we have the habits and routines, and we hold steadfast to being of service and surrendering. Well, you know what I love to do? Huh. I love my. I saw my cousin from New Jersey yesterday at a bridal shower, and she said, "Can you show us how to cut an avocado?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yes, that's something that's so natural to me." But I never knew that someone so would want that. Yeah. Yes, I don't so, want to do that. Anytime I mean, I somebody runs, with it, you don't. I mean, I mess around, but like efficiently, you can I show me how to be you. more efficient of cutting an avocado. I know you could. Okay. Well, I love that. I love getting recipe requests and people being like, you know, I'm obsessed with, gosh, I don't know, fried catfish. How would you do it at your house? Okay. You know? Yeah. So we could do something like that where we cool. like take requests. Yeah. Oh, so question. How can, before we, you know, we digress and get into different stories, how can people find you? Like on the internet? Social media, yeah, on social media. What are some of your... My clothes? Instagram handle is sugarfreejello, okay. G-E-L-L-O. My last name is Jellermini, so it's a play on that. Okay. And my YouTube is also sugarfreejello. That's it. I'm, I'm subscribed. Just, you are? Oh, yeah. I have 41 subscribers. Let's go. It's such a cute little package. Let's go! Soon it'll be 40,000. I can't wait. And, and do you remember a couple of years ago when I was doing my yoga Vincent Glitter and we were having these conversations and you were like, hey, I don't know. I don't know it's working. But then guess what? You started focusing not on you, on what? Everybody else. Come on. And look where. Who needs my A game? You know. 
And that's why we're here. That's why I tune into your show. That's why you're going to be a smash hit because you already are. You know, it's so funny. I used to um, feel so like guilty. Like even if I was just making a salad, I was like, I have to show my people or else then they won't know. Mm -hmm. And so I try to share every day what I'm cooking, what I eat throughout the day. I'm going to take some pictures. Yeah, do it. Yeah. I mean, listen, this is the first time us doing this. So we do what we like, right? That's part of the reason why we create this platform so we can share. Hello, everyone. I hope y'all are enjoying this. I don't need to take a picture of myself. So no need to take a picture of myself. <laughs> <laughs> so we have an amazing time. Look at this. Can I look? Can I open this? Absolutely. Oh, these crabs! Oh my God! Look at this minute. Oh. This is amazing. Mm, mm, mm. Gorgeous. You know, I always tell all my followers, like, you got to start with a clean kitchen. And the best thing I do is is uh, load everything up so we don't wow. have to mess with it later. Yeah. So Sometimes, you mentioned earlier. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, a lot of people are hesitant to cook because they hate the mess. But if you just get ahead of the mess. Yeah. And I'm kind of like you, whenever I cook, I try to make sure that I set myself up to clean after because I know after eating, after sitting relaxing. Mm-hmm. Oh, the last thing you want to do is dishes. Right. So I might as well do it before I even get out of the kitchen. Clean as you go, boo. Mm-hmm. Clean you as you go. Earlier, you tuned into some of my podcast episodes. What? What, what, yeah, some of your thoughts with that, like, because you've known me for a handful of years, right? So, so I'm actually not a podcast girl, like, at all, and when Rodney first sent me his link, I was like, okay, cool, and then I listened to it in the background, and I was like, this is actually valuable. Thank you. I took some things from it. You know, there's a lot of um, reminders that, like, with your basketball and things that we, like, fail in every day, yeah. it's so easy to get bogged down with that and be like, I can't continue, and that's it, and I throw my hands up. Yeah. But when you use it as a strengthening, you know, as foundation. Yes. Yeah. That that failure, what you're talking about, I, I played collegiate basketball for a handful of years. Years ago, I won't age or date myself, but I, <laughs> I, was, I had success in high school, and I thought that that was going to translate into success in the collegiate ranks. But the importance of my why wasn't attached to the actual thought of me being a professional athlete, right? right. I wasn't doing all the extra, extra things that I needed to. And when I failed and fell on my face, I didn't really know how to handle that. And so I allowed that to affect my success at all levels. And even to the point where, like, I couldn't really go into a gym anymore, right? But, like, since I've been on this journey of... Because you were just so disappointed. Yeah, like, I didn't know how to handle it. Like, people are going to see me like, oh, he was this, and he fell on his face, and, oh, he... Uh, had the potential to do this and look at where he's at like all those sort of things we all kind of go through right those mm. limiting self-beliefs and beating ourselves up because I share with people I can take criticism because nobody could ever criticize me or judge me more than I've done to myself Hello. years upon years and finally relinquishing that I don't have that attachment anymore so now I can go in the gym and I can shoot for hours and not say a cross word to myself mm-hmm. whereas before, every time I would go in the gym, every single missed shot, you idiot, you know you need to do this, you know you had to, I'm like, yo, yeah. what are you, but now <laughs> it's such a, it's therapy for me now, like, I, I go there to really find balance, and really, yeah. and so now with my son, who's 12, now I can really, really share with him that love, and that, that 
Seth from Africa. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, his grandmother, um, his Mimi, asked me after listening to one of my episodes. She was. She said to me. She texted me. She said, "I had never really heard you talk about your love for basketball that way. Like, please share that unbridled love." With Hunter, and I said, you know what, you have my word, I will do it. Because now I have the capacity to do it. Right. You know, and I always come from a place of operating that people operate to the best of their capacity, right? When you mentioned about our parents did the best that they could. At the time. At the time. So if we give them the benefit of the doubt, say this is what they did because they loved us, right? And understand that, you. you know, sometimes people don't grow because they don't realize that they need to. Because they're in survival mode, if you will. Sure. I think a lot of people are in terms of that. But now that like Fabulous says, when you know better, you do better. <laughs> oh my God, look at this grape. Oh, I also oh. made you homemade hummus. Oh, thank you. Mm, mm, mm. Now, okay. You're about to add. Yeah. We're going to play yeah. need to plate everything. Okay. What a gift. What an absolute gift. Thanks for cooking with us. Yes, and Look thanks for joining me on Moments of Mindset, the podcast. Aww. Amazing, what a gift. Conversations of clarity. Hey, see? Rodney. Come on now. Full circle. Full, absolute circle. Mm, so oh as always, thank you all for tuning in. Yes. Listen, share with a friend. Share with a group of friends. Like, give us feedback. We need that. This woman is amazing, and this is just the beginning, and I'm honored and I'm humbled to be here with you right now in your kitchen. Oh, because guess what? I know you are meant, your light is meant to share and spread across the whole entire universe like this message is love. That's why y'all tune in. You know, so it's an honor for me to be here. So thank you for locking arms with me. Of course. Oh, are we locking arms? Sorry. Yeah, you know, that's my thing, right? As we, as we go along this journey. And, and I always thank you guys for opening up your hearts and your minds and your ears and allowing me in to share my, not just my experiences, but the experiences from the people that I care about because they have a voice and they have an amazing story. Yeah, so, let's all learn from each other. That's right. Get better. Makes it that much better. Mm-hmm. So I love you all. Love y'all. Have a great one. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in to Moments of Mindset, the podcast. Today's episode was brought to you by our sponsors, Canatown, where your town love your cannabis. Our mission at Canatown is to create an apparel brand that allows you to be proud of where you're from, as well as honor the special plant that has brought us all together. Now, you might be asking yourself, where is Canatown? Well, it's a town with no physical address. It's a community of people that believe in the power of cannabis. Whether it be for medicinal, social, or spiritual reasons, we can all agree that cannabis has played a significant role in our lives. Together, we will change the negative perception of this magnificent plant and help with its progression of being used all over the world. What I need you to do is I need you to go to thecanatown.com. That's T-H-E-C-A-N-N-A-T-O-W-N.com. Subscribe. That will get you on the list where you will get updates on special events, special collections that are actually coming out. And on top of that, you'll get 15% off your first purchase. If you have any additional questions, please feel free to contact thecanatown at gmail.com. It's coming to a city near you. Be ready. And as always, journal, take some notes, voice memo. 
share with friends because the only way for us to get the positive message of love, the positive message of light so that we can all have healthy emotional well-beings is to spread it around. So I thank you in advance for taking this time to open up your hearts, minds, and souls. Let's get into the episode. I love you all.